Recording in progress. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to yet another installment of the weekly catch-up podcast turned blog. It's number 89 <laughs> as requested. It is Wednesday, December 15th, 2021 in the year of our Lord. It's been almost a month since we were last on the air. I'm your host, Carson Gibbons, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend, the one and only Mr. B-Red Colvin. That'd be me. You look healthy right now. Thanks. Hey, uh, I got a gym membership. I've been uh, running and swimming. Um, so it shows. Maybe that. Thanks. I appreciate that. You got some vigor in your life. Uh, vigor in your life. You got some life in your eyes, like some vigor yeah. there. And like, this looks all chiseled. I'm thing. trying, man. I'm trying. But right on, dude. Yeah. You look great as well. You uh, Before the <laughs> call, you came off these snazzy glasses and you just looked like the the modern day Clark Kent and uh oh my goodness Superman who <laughs> yeah I've had to start adopting these I'm freaked out some colleagues because I've been just satisfying while well, you're about to see a 3d movie or something huh? <laughs> no they look honestly they look good they, they look don't good they don't with the glare I'm gonna have to rethink those because I just went to Amazon and purchased some kind of like reading glass blue blocker lenses because mm -hmm. I was like okay my my eyes were seriously like you can't see it right now but they're they're kind of red um yeah. they've just been perpetually red uh because I've been satisfying like all corners of the world it seems like like a lot of 6 a.m meetings with Europe and then late meetings with uh Asian countries as my every, everybody's having their holiday parties right now so Friday at 6 a.m you know a major I guess I shouldn't say the name, uh, a major multinational corporation that you're very familiar with is having Ma a Christmas major, party. Major redacted. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, let's, uh, let's get into this episode on the other side of this break, Mr. B-Run. Yeah, man. Let's run it one time. Let's get it. It's the weekly catch up with Carson and Brad. Here to talk about the week we done had It could be sports, religion, politics We keeping the tabs You would think they work for Gucci How they deep in they bag Get your facts up On Wednesday we'll be counting the stats up So turn the volume up till it's maxed up You know the drill So tell a friend to tell a friend to relax up And chill, we back up This is the weekly catch up In a minute it has it, it's like skin and bones started and we just were like you can have it <laughs> yeah. we give up yeah just, just yeah <laughs> it's all yours peter <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile they're like getting super religious with it like churning out content month every mm -hmm. week it's like what up they got like a little intro and i'm like man uh-huh it's been crazy they have transitions that we've been years in the pursuit of but not really because <laughs> we yeah tried. you know yeah we we could have reached the masses had we tried but you know kind of just <laughs> dude i got our our spotify year-end rap and like uh -huh. we're talking just spotify this year people spent like a hundred and twenty thousand yeah. minutes listening to us dude, we, we were people's number one podcast like multiple people's and 10, 10. 10 listeners just on Spotify 
we were their number one listened to podcast. Between 11 a.m. and 5 p.m., they like us during the day. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> when you should be working, but you'd rather play. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. It's just like us at our desk, like, <laughs> tuning in. <laughs> no. Just, like, running, just running it on mute. Well, it's interesting yeah. to ingest the analytics, uh, like, on a per-platform basis, because, obviously, YouTube's way different than Spotify. But, anyway, mm-hmm. I... I hadn't logged into our audio podcast portal in quite a while, but we'd accrued, you know, some stereotypical number of listens in our audio only uh, podcast fashion. And I want to get back to that. I want to be able to do that here soon. Obviously, we've just been, I feel like crunched for time. Like, what's our excuse for going a month at this point? Um, I guess it's me. It's largely me because you've offered availability at least two weeks, I believe. Yeah, um, but. I feel like there were other days where it could have worked for you and not for me. So I'm not going to let you take, you know, 100% of the blame. I, I think just our schedules just had not been agreeing with each other as of late. Um, you approach it's the end of the year. A, man. You approach things with a better spirit of collaboration is what I would say. Um, <laughs> I'm, I've been more responsive when I've, you know, laid out dates, but it's just been super busy. I think, Last podcast was eleven seventeen, so that was three days before my birthday. Um, yes. Yeah. Sh- shout out to you, uh, B Red. We haven't updated anything. No, man, it's been uh, been quite a while. Major announcement time. Breaking news. Can I tell them what you did? Of course you can. Let them know. All right. Well, Mister B Red got me a custom monogram tea holder, like leather tea holder that sits proudly on my bag and has really nice tees as well. Uh, very distinguishing. Got me the best golf card, like kind of this 3D, uh, not a pop-up, not obnoxious, but like um, an upraised, uh, I don't know if it was the bag portion or what it was, but it was a ornately crafted card. In the card, asked me to be a groomsman in his upcoming wedding. And then once I said yes, he uh, had a tie ready to give me and indoctrinate me into the groomsman party. Yes, sir. Thank you for doing that. Well, I'm honored to welcome uh, aboard. I'm honored to be involved. <laughs> of course, I, it was it was a great day. I'm I'm glad that uh, I could kind of do a two and one. I'd been wanting to ask you for a while, and uh, just seemed like an appropriate time. So, um, what a what a relief for me. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah he's my co-host but yeah he's <laughs> to the back buddy <laughs> Just... yeah <laughs> uh, i didn't get a plus one <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah we kind of ran out of meals so <laughs> oh man uh, i haven't yeah. even been rolling plus one to weddings because i've been working them so hard i feel like like yours will probably mm-hmm. be a breeze for me uh, compared well, to we'll talk okay <laughs> I, I, know I may you... I may just need you for like some transitioning in between like from here like okay now we're doing this you know what I mean like I very completely... light light MC you know like corralling hurting yeah. influencing mm-hmm. to go into the next room that's what yeah. I was talking to a wedding day of coordinator this week um Michael and Shelly are getting married on Saturday. Yes, and... they are. See y'all there. <laughs> so that's 
heavy involvement for me as a groomsman, you know, male BFF of the bride. I'm the officiant. Yeah, you so are. So I just, I have every responsibility, it seems like, and trying to overall help Sergio, best man, you know, because um, he needs, he needs like momentum because there's so many guys in the groomsman party and girls in the, the bridesmaid party. And it, it also coincides with the holidays. So it's just a world. This is part of my excuse for having been a little MIA or tardy on this episode is Meredith and Brian fly in Friday. The holidays mm-hmm. are here. You're probably out of school on Friday, I would imagine. I am. And uh, so it's like just this whirlwind finish with Q4, end of quarter, end of year. Uh, everyone flying in. Sierra and Paul get here tomorrow. Um, and, and I'm just trying to, you know, write the speech still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I've been nervous about that. But I was talking to the day of officiant and or I'm sorry, uh, day of coordinator. And I'd been kind of, I guess, bitchy. Uh, I was on audio message at like 6.50 a.m. And mm-hmm. I think it, I think she perceived it as a little shots fired. And uh, she was like, well, I, I want to coordinate with you and collaborate for the day of. And I was like, yeah, use me as you need me. Like I'm big, tall, loud, obnoxious. Like, you know, uh, and she goes, oh, that's perfect because I'm kind of <laughs> short and I'm, I like to corral people and lead, but if, if you could be a barker at times, that would be great. And I'm like, just nice, nice. And part of that efficient stuff is like just general run of show, you know, it's like, you got to Bob Barker, that stuff. So I'm like, mm-hmm. what I had a, I had an interview. Shelly Seals, come on down. Well, yeah. It's like, who's walking you down? What do I say when you get there? You know, and then hush falls over the crowd, and what happens? What's the vibe? People weep. No, are you are you gonna make us cry? I'm hoping that I am not crying because the thought of having to deliver like a seven minute monologue followed by, you know, the proctoring, the the rendering of the vows, all that stuff. Um, you know we have to watch her walk down the aisle to him with her parents as like her brother, her sister-in-law, all of her friends, all of my family will be there. You guys will be there. So basically like a good portion of the folks that I'm closest to in life are going to watch this happen. And it's unbelievable still to me to this day. So it'll be unbelievable in the moment. Yeah. You know, it'll be good. So uh, I become very much a crier at weddings. So I'm really trying to like, Rail it, it in. Be professional. Love it. But I'm looking forward to MCing or whatever is going on with yours. Yeah, man. Well, we'll discuss it. Um, yours is around the corner. Yes, sir. March. It'll be here before we know it. Crazy. What's the latest yeah. with you? What's the latest with me? Um, just been working. Uh, We're done on Friday. I gave one of my finals today. I have another tomorrow and another on Friday. And then our grades are due on Friday. So I'll be, uh, I uh, have been grading all evening today's finals. And um, the first part of the test is not bad. It's grading the essays and, you know, trying to stay on top of it and do all that in one day. So then I don't have three stacks of different tests that I'm doing on Friday that could make for a late night. So I've just been plugging away today as soon as that Tufts was over. Um, 
We got, got a, like a little staff. Got to grade the essays today so you can grade the Batos tomorrow, you know? <laughs> it's stupid. Um, yeah, so just trying to stay on top of it, man. I, um, you know, yeah, I don't even really know what's been going on. I feel like I'm just like, <laughs> just, yeah, okay. Just, you know, whatever life hands me, I'm like, okay, another, another thing. Um, I, I, I think part of it is that you think you're going to acclimate to fall back and then the days just keep progressively getting shorter until the 21st and it, it's just kind of a mind warp because anything past I mean anything past 345 you can't unless you're going to go walk around the neighborhood or you know take a hike or mm-hmm. run or whatever I mean, you can't hardly make it to the golf course to hit a bucket of balls before they're trying to close on you at like 450 because yeah. it's dark at 515. I, I, I think I think uh, last episode I had hinted at like, you know, being open to agreeing with you on this. I'm I'm 100% with you at this point, just so you know. Plus, I've been waking up when it's still dark. I've been waking up super early here recently. I think just because mm-hmm. I'm nervous and there's a lot riding on. It's like, it's difficult when you have to execute and... I want to be a man of the moment and deliver at work and deliver in my personal life, like give a knockout speech on Saturday, all this stuff. And you also just want to be able to sit back and kind of like Jesus take the wheel for the holidays. Like I need to coast out of here mentally because I'm tired. AF. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So uh, yeah, between uh, school and then basketball games, uh, we had an awesome game last Thursday against North Dallas uh, Adventist Academy, and they've been known like that's where Jason Terry coached uh, like the JV girl or varsity girls a couple what? years back. Jason yeah, like Terry, was, the Jason Terry, Jed Terry. Yeah, like he was at the Swahoo tournaments uh, two years ago. Get um, out. Yeah, I got to meet him and everything. It was cool. Um, but he no longer uh, is coaching there. He has like his own squad in a different state now or something like that. Um, but they still have really good players because, you know, he, because he would have been coaching there, it garnered, you know, a lot of uh, um, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, um, they're still a great team and we fought tooth and nail and ended up winning by three. Um, very, very great game. Uh, super proud of the boys. Um, yeah, man, just been plugging did- away. How did Jet Terry get plugged into a SDA school? He had like a niece there or something. It was okay. a relative. He, he was coaching one of his, I believe it was niece. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. I almost wrecked into him one time on the way to a Drake concert. I was going oh. down kind of underneath all of the, the highway mergers here in Dallas. And there was this dude uh, in a green fitted in a blue convertible like old school bentley or something like that Mm -hmm. and top down white leather interior and i never seen somebody driving so um like he looked so carefree like he literally had one hand on the wheel and it almost looked like a leg was kicked up over and he had one (laughs) hand up and uh he started to come into my lane and i just laid on the horn and he just kind of went and he just kind of uh, just gave me a, bad. yeah, it was just like, yep, you're right. It, it was almost <laughs> like just bouncing to it. It's not like he uh, reacted. He just like, igno- he absorbed <laughs> it. It was weird. 
And uh, I was like, man, I've never been acknowledged in such a cool way. And I'm just watching this guy and I realize it's Jason Terry. Later, I see him walk into the VIP of the Drake concert that I was at nice. on, the, on the lawn, of course. This was like 10 years ago. Uh-huh. But that was, uh, I'll never forget that ride and like what he was wearing and just how that interaction happened. Yeah. Uh, wild our our girls uh beat his team uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh so but i mean cta has always been pretty competitive yeah, in basketball definitely right yep um so been doing that uh yeah I've, and then just working man um we've had a couple of vespers with our students i had a, a couple students over to the house it was nice you know but finally being able to kind of do that do like the mentorship kind of thing um has been nice and uh yeah what else you know (laughs) i know too much too much (laughs) um what can i catch you up on so i've been doing a deep dive like on just random topics and things like in the limited late night spare time that I've had. And do you know, Mr. Beast? Yeah. Uh, YouTuber. Yeah. I was just, I was listening to a a Schultz and Akash segment. I'm pretty sure about, about YouTube and content creators and um, how Mr. Beast is like clean in his videos. And they were talking about some of the stages that he had like purchased and set up and like the Mm -hmm. production So I just like plugged it in for a goof and a giggle and early on into the videos, I decided like, okay, these are not for me, but I kept watching them for a weird reason. Like I kept going to, I watched his title strategy and just kind of started watching like the different sets that he had created and, you Mm -hmm. know, built in North Carolina. And then I stumbled onto this um, interview that he did with these guys uh, Colin and Samir, I think it was. I, I think I saw a clip of this. These guys are really interesting. They have, let me give them a proper shout out here. Um, yeah, Colin and Samir. Uh, they've got about 500,000 subscribers on YouTube. And they have the full story of Mr. Beast. And it's about an hour and 15 minutes. And it's really fascinating. They go out and they like, I mean, he has like, dozens if not hundreds of people on staff in this like huge hundred acre compound with like multiple hangar sets that he's like i mean he's producing like millions of dollars did did you watch his latest one do you know what his latest video is over was it the four hundred and fifty six thousand dollar squid game yes yeah i saw that yeah great that generated a lot of buzz and Mm -hmm. just the fact that he had gone to that trouble but anyway, I would really, Colin and Samir, like one of the latest titles a month ago, Patreon CEO talks about his biggest mistakes. So I think that they like talk about content creators, creator communities, and it's really a, a great listen. So nice. I'll I would definitely plug that. Yeah. Awesome. But I, I've been on a deep dive of his stuff and then stuff surrounding him. And he's literally one of those obsessive compulsive, like, Michael Jordan has to win, does not care about the money, will work seven days a week. And like mm-hmm. to, to watch his team 
they approach every creative meeting from like a retention perspective. And I think that's a little bit of the reason why today I'm like, man, our, our intro is so boring. It's like reassuring <laughs> to the audio only listener, but from like a YouTube retention perspective, it would never fly. And obviously yeah. I'm not, you know, otherwise we'd be like, go subscribe here and look at, click yeah. on this product, you know. And flashing lights and then subscribe. a cat, an image of a cat pops up. Smash that uh -huh. subscribe button, you know, and I don't yeah. really care about that at this point. Um, we're going to be lucky to make it to episode 100 um, based yeah. on <laughs> the, tra the trajectory that we're on and your pending wedding date. Yeah, man. Um, we'll at least make it to 100. Yeah. We got to at least do that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he's just one of those guys that like, it's beyond the love of the art. He wants to be the number one YouTuber. Oh, yeah. Like he, he wants to be prolific. And maybe yeah, I'm no late doubt. to the party on this, but I thought that it was fascinating just kind of doing this deep dive. Mm -hmm. I, I'm only aware of him because of my students, but they're like, oh, have you seen this video? And uh, they've, they've shown me some of his stuff, like him and David uh, Dobrik, um, who has an incredible following and I just do not get the appeal kind of, I don't know. I just don't get it, but um, man. Doesn't matter if I get it. They're they're swimming in that catch. They are. Um, so did a deep dive on that. I also watched like every Gillian Keeves episode because uh, Shane Gillis has just been so indoctrinated into the stand up comedy scene. I don't know if you saw mm -hmm. him on the roast of. Uh, they did the roast of Louis J Gomez at Skankfest in Houston, and uh -huh. he really killed. You really Did killed. He? Go go look up that clip. Um, if you're into roast material, which you know I uh -huh. am. And there was one last thing I wanted to mention to you, dude. Actually, while we're on it, you remember when we were talking about the hill and how we thought Crystal and Sagar were the hill? And yeah, you know, then, were we gonna were we gonna keep listening or tuning in? Right. I love I love the new hill. Do you? Yeah, Rising the Hill is a quality program with these really unique perspectives. I probably watch the Hill more than I do Crystal and Sagar at this point. Really? So I just wanted to like report back on that because that was that was a unique perspective mm -hmm. to me and can show how a subscription can flex. You know, you build a million subs, you sell it off, and you bring in people that are worthwhile, and that audience is still there. Okay. Nice. Okay, then I'll have to I'll have to recheck them out. I haven't listened with the new host. I like them a lot. There's a an older guy, a younger like millennial guy, kind of blonde haired kid, a um, couple women, and it's just really solid. They have really great perspectives and dissent among each other, and mm -hmm. it's the you know obviously with uh, just Lane Maxwell on trial. You know, a lot yeah. of Jeffrey Epstein stuff going on in the news. Um, Chris Cuomo getting fired um, mm -hmm. from CNN. Now both Cuomo brothers are on unemployment. There's been a lot of news that has been newsworthy for Rising the Hill. The I'm, I'm sure like the, the Kyle Rittenhouse. Did that? they talk about that or no? Did that happen since we last met up? I believe so. Well, yeah, of course they talked about that ad nauseum and they were very condemning of i think the real narrative around that became like guy crosses state lines with a weapon and shoots people at a blm protest 
really it was like a riot defending private mm -hmm. property and the trial pretty conclusively showed that he'd actually shown restraint up until that point and like had not been yeah. until a gun was pointed at him exactly by like a, a child rapist or whatever like ridiculous yeah. but and the people that he shot were all white and so this narrative yeah, a, lot, around, <laughs> a lot of people don't know like they yeah, didn't know I, that yeah. uh-uh and so it was just like major condemnation from your breaking points, from your rising the hill. Um, meanwhile, the Ahmad Arbery uh, killers in Georgia all got like life or something, which is good yeah. because we all yeah. know what happened. Well, we saw what happened there. And I was disgusted yeah. by that, obviously. Um, yep. The Kyle Rittenhouse thing, I had not really... I just heard about it peripherally. I At one point mm -hmm. during the riots last year, I was just like maybe out yeah. or... There was so much violence happening proximate mm -hmm. that you know that was across the country maybe i didn't tune in but yeah i mean with the evidence that they showed like i i get i i get uh the how it went the way it did the only weird thing to me is like the kind of run that he's been making in like media podcasts and stuff like that and talking about it so casually and like maybe joking about it um has been i don't know maybe that's just me and my taste but it just kind of seemed a little strange but as far as like the actual trial and the way it went just with the information that i saw it kind of checked out but. yeah i think that i think that anything that you saw from him in the media was probably the acceptance of a, a very small fraction of the offers that he was receiving because immediately he became this kind of like darling poster boy for yeah you know the 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 whites <laughs> the <laughs> shingles would say the uh right-wing media arm and i think tucker had him on and i don't know though you know knowing what you know in your exact circumstances and then watching it get blown completely sideways by the media for a year you know mm -hmm. and have to defend your civil liberties and all of this and and you know uh, yeah publicly raked through the mud he's trying to go on campus though i think he went to he's going to asu or somewhere i don't remember mm -hmm. where he's going but uh he's going to try to be on campus within a year he said all right so interesting whatever but yeah they talked about that ad nauseum uh the chris mm -hmm. cuomo stuff um i mean what all has happened since i lost brian laundry bullet in his head his remains mm -hmm. So I guess he offed himself is the, the narrative there, which yeah. I, unless his parents killed him, I don't see why that wouldn't happen. Yeah. Uh, Inflation. The crypto ups and downs have been just like crazy. Um, no doubt. Every time Bitcoin is at 49 or 50,000, I'm like, thank God I'm rich. Like, <laughs> and then it does these like plunges to 42 and I'm just like, <laughs> I've been thinking about just exiting. If I can get it to like, I mean, if it went back up to like 53 or 55, just like selling, taking my money, you know, getting, cause I, I got so like, I got so into my investments this year and deploying capital, different areas uh, kind of diversifying that my checking, I was like, oh, snap, oh. like, <laughs> need to take some out. No, I mean, I could keep going, but I've got, I sold the escape. I sold my Ford escape. Mm 
yeah, you on did. Facebook Marketplace. Um, that was a that was one of the weeks. That was one of the vortexes of last week. Actually, was you know I put it on Facebook Marketplace, having taken some actual photos of it. Um, finally got around to it. Immediately had like fifty people trying to come over. Realized that I couldn't find the title, which made me go on like this. Mm. Uh, just scavenger hunt with within the car within my personal home through every single document in every yeah. single bag binder desk drawer everything and it really was a good reckoning come to jesus about you know i have my w2 tax returns whatever going back to like mm -hmm. 2011 at this point so yeah. my whole like adult life is on file but i was like a little chaotic with that mess and mm -hmm. ended up having to go to the dmv the next day i had to pull the facebook ad go to the DMV, get another uh, title. And then I put mm -hmm. it back on Facebook marketplace, like Wednesday at five, sold it at seven. So uh, got that all transferred over and it's just me and the Mustang now. Um, insurance yeah. dropped, state notified, all of that taken care of. So now I'm just like, I paid my credit card early this month and I'm just uh, living on this cash. Love it. Like every time Bitcoin plunged, I was, I went to gold because my, I just, just was throw, throwing money at it. I was just instant depositing a thousand at a time. Sometimes by the, I'd, by the dip, I'd be on like a morning walk in the garage and it would like dip and I would like send over a thousand and then it would plunge again. And I'd just send over another thousand on the same walk. <laughs> like I just got real nuts with it. <laughs> But I mean, I have like, uh, I have like half a Bitcoin. <laughs> that's awesome, man. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I still, I have a uh, five Ethereum now. Five Ethereum. Uh -huh. I had, I'd carved off some Bitcoin and bought that. I did a bonehead purchase of Ethereum a couple weeks back. Um, it yeah, you posted about buying it. And as soon as you did that, it started dipping. I'm like, stay away from stay away from my investments carson <laughs> yeah i get real add and you know i'm just like yeah whatever that's why i've got uh investments on coinbase now too because mm -hmm. i got a tip bought a dumb you know crap coin <laughs> <laughs> I can tell a lot of research is going into. <laughs> oh, bro, man. bro, if you give me a tip, I'm going to buy it. Yeah, I'm going to give you some NFTs to <laughs> throw some money at. Got my first uh, real estate self-storage update from the management Shout company. Out. Awesome. Dope. Um yeah, it was just a good, it was a solid year of investing and working and appreciate is just growing, growing, growing like a weed. Uh, we've mm -hmm. onboarded more people in the last month. I think we have like 26 people or something. Um, wow. How many, how many were there when you started out? Five. Yeah. Um, so that's, that growth is, uh, you know, that growth is there. It hurts to yeah. grow. It really does. It hurts me to grow personally. Um, so just with trying to get everything all tied up with a bow, like legally, mm -hmm. financially, investments, where's this money going? What am I spending yeah. on Christmas? What's the rest of the year look like? 
um, you know, it's the end of another season. Mm -hmm. That it is. Yeah. It's just another reminder, like, um, you know, I'm just realizing you only get so many seasons. I have a, I have a, an uncle in ICU at the moment with bilateral pneumonia, stage five Parkinson's, um, some pretty severe things going on. Annie 65 and, you know, uh, I'm like, I've seen this play uh, a time or two at this point. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just crazy. It's just further, you, you of all people know more about this than anybody, but to, to watch your parents' yep. generation uh, be the ones that it's like not it's not even like an, once you're past 60 65 in my book it's like it's kind of old age it's, it's still too early but um yeah so just to that's the I guess in some ways that we could take the conversation here like that's where having the family and stuff starts to make more sense. Cause you're like, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to have anybody left around the Christmas tree. If I keep going, you know? Yeah. Right. It's like, you yeah. have to create, create family. Cause people die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll eventually, you'll eventually be the oldest one. So when, when you quantify it with Christmases where it's like, okay, your parent, my parents are 60. Um, Mm-hmm. Let's say of old, old age, you know, you could get another 20, 30 Christmases. And that's if you're super, super lucky. Yeah, definitely. What has been your vibe with that going into the holiday season? Does that change anything for you? Um, it makes me more appreciative, maybe. like like uh you reached out to me recently to check in and um it has it has been difficult uh, like i miss my dad a lot um especially around this time you know at this time last year he was in the hospital um and so it, it's tough on the other hand i'm realizing that i have a lot to be grateful for i had a lot of people rally around me this year um it really solidified like you know, who has my back and, um, there's a lot of y'all, uh, and I'm, I'm so, so grateful for that. Um, and it just makes me, you know, I've never been like super hype on Christmas, but this year I'm like, let's go to all the Christmas parties. Let's go, let's go check out those Christmas lights. Like I want to see it all. Um, really? uh, we have a, yeah, we have the Christmas tree up in our home. Uh, we're supposed to go see, uh, some Christmas lights next week. Uh, I bought some Christmas DVDs, like, um, just because you know with everything that happened with my dad like I want to hold you know my people even tighter and just just have a great time you know um so I'm not like down in the dumps um even though it is hard but I I guess I'm just kind of like turning turning that energy into um you know spending time with my loved ones that are still here you know I mean, it's probably baked into our DNA. It's like evolved into us at this point that of course you are like you're, you're steady making traditions happen right now, starting day one, you've just got a house, you know, you get married in like a few short months, 
this is the time to assume the senior male leadership role of your home, your docile, whatever. And so this is a decision on how you're going to do it. And mm -hmm. that's, uh, that's interesting. You'd uh, kind of broken the seal the other night. I guess I'd reached out to you because I'd seen a, a tweet thread that you'd put out. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, this is not typical of him. And so I was like, yeah, pretty immediately when I saw it, at least, um, reaching out just to make sure that, you know, everything was everything was good. And yeah, and I got a lot of love on that tweet. And like, that's, it's like this balance of like, I'm not really tweeting it out for attention. Like, I'm, I'm grateful for the people that do check in, especially my close friends like you. Um, but uh, yeah, so sometimes it's just like, man, like, you know, I, I just want to talk about my dad and I don't do it often. Uh, you know, I, I don't, uh, I haven't made posts in months and months. Um, I just kind of want to put it out there. Like, like I miss him, you know, uh, you know, this is around the time that we go to Fort Worth and check out all the lights that they do. You know, we did that every year. Um, and I still want to continue doing that. So Courtney and I are going to drive out there and, and, uh, have a good time, take some pictures like, like I used to do with my dad. And, um, so yeah, it's like this balance of, well, I don't want to post too much and it just become, it's pretty obvious that you feel like you have a, and I think you've said this to me in the past, that you have like a certain bank of dad moments that you're allowed to have in a certain time period and, and, and I that know you don't that's want to not use them errantly. I know that's not true either. It's just, I don't know. I like, I, I hardly post anymore anyway. Um, like What's if you go through that? my, I like, I, I have this podcast, you know, I say a lot on here. Uh, I tell my corny jokes to my fiance. <laughs> like, I, you know, I, I'm not like search. I'm not searching to go viral. I did go viral on TikTok. Um, got over a hundred thousand likes. What? Yeah, that happened last week. Um, What'd you do? I'm not on TikTok. Oh, what? Um, what okay, so I'll give you the background. Um, some of our girls had gotten like a Christmas tree that they just uh, like had put in their bathroom and our, my boys had caught wind of that. And so they got like a bigger Christmas tree and put it in their bathroom and then started decorating it. And um, then all of a sudden there were lights and other decorations and they had music playing. They had signs up on the wall that said like gentlemen's club. And it had a picture of Eisenhower on the door for some reason. And um I walk in uh, and I see what's going on. And so I walk back out and I just take my camera out. And uh, so I take a picture or I take a video of the door and I walk through and Christmas music is just playing. Uh, there's a Keurig in there in the bathroom. People, my students are drinking coffee. Um, and then they, someone's they pooping like two, two feet away. <laughs> Listen, man, us teachers, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get to that in a second, but there's a, uh, chairs that are placed down there and a table in between the stalls and the urinals and kids are playing chess and it's just like this whole, it's just like this bizarre bizarre scene and I just caught that on my phone and I just thought it was funny I uh, my caption was all I wanted to do was pee or something like that and uh, it just like took off and it, it ended up uh, going so far that 
it popped up on like my students pages they didn't even know i had a tiktok but it just showed up on their for you page and they're like mr colvin and i'm getting like tons of comments that are like this teacher is a w like a you know like win um stuff like that and i it, it, generally like all the comments were really nice and like oh i wish i went to this school and stuff like that the teachers didn't make you take it down and I'm like, months ago, we had people that were vandalizing our bathrooms. And now for them to like actually want to take care, like, I know it's kind of crazy. And we took some of the stuff out uh, during final, you know, this week during finals week. Um, but the fact that they wanted to take ownership and actually make it look nice and Christmas lights and stuff like that, like, I'm all about it, man. That's too funny. I, I don't know that I could yeah. enjoy a mocha frappuccino in a chest. No, no. If yeah. there was a pervasive my, Yeah, smell. my students were like, this my students were like, Mr. Colvin, you want a coffee? I'm like, I don't want toilet coffee, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. get that away from me. Uh, um, so no, I did not partake in that. <laughs> I could just see them like getting the coffee and they're like, hmm, that's good. And then they yeah. just immediately walk into the toilet <laughs> and take a big dump. Yeah. yeah, that part's gross. That that grosses me out. But the scene itself was fun. Because um, it's like the poop's in the air, guys. And now it's in your coffee. Yeah, poop particles are being flung around right. every time that yeah. thing goes. One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred. Yeah, they had like a candy dish in there. They had like a donations box, so they could buy more decorations. They're like, Mr. Colvin, people keep stealing the money. I'm like, stop! Why? Why is the money in a shoebox? It's just on the was trash there, can. Was there like a guy in a fedora <laughs> with like Gucci, Guilty, Versace, and Da Vinci, oh da Vinci like ready to spray it on you and like give you yeah. Listerine mints? <laughs> oh i'll have to send you the video um dude yeah check it out but man i feel so old i'm not even on tiktok i don't even know how cool you are even on accident that's that that was my second video on there the first one had like five views and this one just somehow picked up it's so correlated though like whenever you're just kind of being yourself you have an eye for something like you've gone viral mm -hmm. on twitter with tweets that you probably just like fired off the yeah dome, the dump, you know? like i've put out so many like heartfelt or tweets that i thought were intellectual like some good thoughts and just the dumbest just like crickets. i had an i had an easter meme that just like got hundreds <laughs> and hundreds hundreds of thousands of retweets what uh, yeah hundreds was, like, of thousands mm-hmm yeah you've uh, gone viral on levels that i don't even understand yeah i but it, it's it's never for the things that i i wish uh would take off so anyway um but i i guess back to the conversation that we were having like i know that my reasoning might be flawed or everybody's like oh no dude like you can post about it as much as you want um I don't know. I guess I just don't typically use my platform to really post like any of my thoughts or feelings. I kind of use this podcast to do that now. Um, and the people that like actually care to know what's going on in our lives, listen to this, like they don't, you know, like look for posts or anything. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I was just in the moment. I wasn't, I wasn't like, uh, you know, curled up in my bed or anything. I, I just, I was like, man, like I had a really good day. This is something that I wish I could call my dad, you know, just like, you know, check in with him and I let him know. And so instead of being able to do that, I just uh, sent out that tweet and um, yeah, just wanted to say that I missed him. Yeah. It's like we're past the point of me saying sorry still in a weird way. 
but I don't want to say that's life either. Um, (laughs) And I'm searching for what's in the middle that's like half sorry and half hopeful or something. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, the more distance that it is between what's happened, I am realizing like my dad did instill a lot in me that maybe prepared me for life without him. Um, which I like, and so that just makes me extremely grateful instead of sad. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I'm valuing time with friends and family a lot more. Um, and I'm just glad that I can continue making moments with y'all, uh, in his honor. So, I mean, I think a hallmark of a good dad is probably, all about preparing you for life after they're gone Mm -hmm. that's probably the whole that's the whole thing the whole purpose really um but but yeah i'm glad that you're willing to talk about that and you know i i I gotta think about it with the holidays and um obviously that tweet though i guess that was a couple weeks ago now feels Mm -hmm. like it uh yeah maybe like two or so i don't know it's all a time warp i'm trying to like draw from conversations and different things that have occurred in the last month or so and it's like with today's news cycle you know what happened work-wise a couple weeks ago but like Mm -hmm. in the rest of the world you're like the minute it is it just is and it's it is that way yeah bro we're halfway through december (laughs) yeah that's insane to me yeah i mean 2022 i kept thinking like oh that's a ways away and then it's like no that's like i'm scheduling meetings in 2022 right now a lot yeah you know Mm -hmm. uh are you a new year's guy like do you do anything for new year's well several new years i was hanging out with you um the past couple well uh last new year's i proposed um yes. so i was a little busy that new year's and then uh the year before i just chill uh, we were chilling at alex um yeah I, I i'm all about celebrating i probably you know don't go like out i, w- I would probably rather be at uh, somebody's home or something like that just because i'm like tired these days <laughs> like all right new year's and i want to go to that bed right there how about you yeah I mean, I feel the same way anymore. Like I could honestly, it's weird. Like the last couple of years of my twenties, actually for several years of my twenties, I didn't care depending on where I was, but now I'm at this point in life where I do get the symbolism of like, you kind of, it's cool to remember the bookends of years. And like, I remember mm-hmm. things that have happened on new year's Eve and January yeah. 1st going back a while. And mm-hmm. You know, to start the year, you know, who'd you start the year with? You know, it's kind of like a, Mm -hmm. it's an interesting thing. And so I have an appreciation for it, I guess, from that perspective. The thing that's annoying, obviously, in my area is that bars that you could walk into, grab an appetizer, grab a, you know, happy hour cocktail for 20 bucks tonight. All of a sudden, a black velvet cord comes out, red velvet cord, red carpet. It's like you know, hundred dollar mm-hmm. cover for guys and go stand in the script, you know, it's this whole yeah. different shebang. So mm-hmm. I'm with you that you got to kind of like plan the plan. Yeah, the moment. Now, now I'm like game night with the friends. Like let everybody bring some apps and some zerts. 
And well, uh, you're a homeowner now. So like Easter, Christmas, New Year's, uh-huh. my birthday. Come on. <laughs> we're we're grilling out back, baby. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Um, we, I, right before this, um, right before we started recording, I called and canceled my HughesNet um, because fiber is now available in our area. Oh, I was going to ask you about that. What? With yeah. who? AT&T. Okay. So Spectrum mm-hmm. is not going to deliver on that work order in time. No, but I, I think I would rather have fiber over uh, Spectrum. I'm hearing fiber. I'm hearing good things about fiber. I don't know. We'll definitely get some good audio podcasts in uh, before number 100 because we can use your place then. Yeah, definitely. That'd be awesome, man. Um, but yeah, so, so the house is slowly coming together. I uh, got a really nice TV for my for my man cave. Uh, got a, I ordered a reclining sofa that will be here sometime, sometime between now and the end of January. Uh, so slowly, slowly coming together. That supply chain, man, it's affecting gas prices. I, I think gas prices on the, well, maybe don't quote me on that, but it's affecting like delivery of gifts and um, ships and cars and prescription medications and all sorts of stuff right now. It's crazy. Yeah, no doubt. I remember when I was in Y Combinator in winter 19 batch, which was January through March, there was a lot of innovation and stuff occurring within freighting logistics that was much Mm -hmm. more IOT centric, like app-based on-demand, you know, a la carte, you know, shipping as you go. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, the ability to see, instead of like brokers and middlemen, you know, having to be a good old boy network, I think it was more just like, here's the available inventory going out. It was more like a, you know, sensor-based, uh, they had sensors for, like, uh, optimizations and also just, like, um, I don't even know what I'm, I'm saying, but there was a lot mm-hmm. of stuff happening around the IoT of shipping containers and on vessels and planes, and this is one of the, the rabbit holes I went down the other night was um, after that controversial F1 race where Max Verstappen was... Mm-hmm. Uh, world champion this last week um i one of the videos i watched on f1 was just the the logistics surrounding getting everything for like these little cities that they build around the track in each in each venue and when they have to go like from azerbaijan to austin you know in a mm-hmm. week and get everything set up like how does that work so i guess i'm extra clued into this whole thing right now and i have a couple customers as well that are directly impacted by this or work in this type of space. So it's just been an interesting thing because I'm thinking to myself, why are we having these problems? Because all these people that I knew about in 2019 were already working on all this, like from a super Mm -hmm. optimized level. And then I'm thinking, well, yeah, the company I'm at started in 2017 and we're, we're just now reaching that fever pitch where you see us on the news, um, you know, we're doing stuff with major brands. So 2019 guys that were just founders at that point, seeking their initial venture capital, they haven't necessarily disrupted. So it's weird. Sometimes the, the foregone conclusions that I might have about 
what's already occurred in a market based on what I knew was available are totally wrong. Mm. That was probably a kind of um, a douchey way of saying like, oh, look at how futuristic I am or whatever. <laughs> but it's just like how little I know about how the real world works in some un- ways. Unpredictable, unpredictable at times. <sighs> what else do you got? I'm like, I don't have any notes on this. Uh, we decided to do this last um, minute because th- shout out to Brock and my mother for tweeting us. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate yeah, that. I'm glad, y'all, I'm glad y'all missed us. There were um, several weeks there where I was like, nobody's reached out. We could just disappear, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just fade, in, you know, fade off, skin and bones, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, we could talk music. What you got? Uh, it's, the end of, it's the end of the year, so... I don't know if you have any like uh, favorite albums or anything that came out this year or not. Uh, I know that I did. <laughs> what were yours, Brad? Um, well, it depends on the genre that you want to talk about. And I'm just going off the dome here. I didn't write it down, but um, singer songwriter, uh, you got to go either JP Sachs or Adele because Adele just killed it um with her album but jp Sachs also wrote a very very great uh album um if you want to talk uh country i'd go parker mccollum uh gold chain cowboy that would be my uh favorite country album this year i think my favorite rap album dropped last week and this would be it was russ yeah i don't know that chomp too baby the features that he has on that on that album is just incredible uh jadakus uh styles p papoose snoop dogg big wow some old school the game yeah he uh j electronica it yeah just insane so if you're looking for bars you should check that out um that's mad collabs bro yeah don is very high on my list as well um, just as far as from like a production standpoint, it just sounds incredible. Um, yeah. The other night I was about to go into sport mode and I was feeling real, real bad. And so I flicked on the mode, I rolled the windows down and then I put praise God on. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that was a, a good feeling. Yeah. Uh, no doubt. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I, I I just listened to random one-offs that it's not even worth it. I played with this, uh, this kid on Saturday. It's so funny. I'm playing with this kid. Uh, his name is Steve, Steve Cluck. Mm-hmm. I should not have just said his full name on the air, but whatever. Uh, oh. shoot. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh weird spellings that you, they can't find him uh asian kid had just moved here from iowa uh he's an architect and we get out onto the second hole and it's just two walkers he's flushing the ball this kid was about to shoot like a 68 he was incredible one of the most incredible golfers i've ever seen live and mm-hmm. i hear i hear his like beats pill come out on his little golf bag and i was like no please don't Cause you know, I hate music in that kind yeah. of situation. So then he turns on loud, like just old school country music, country. And I don't say anything for like nine holes. 
and he goes, yeah. "Hey man, I think I think my Beats pill is about to run out." And he's like, "It's just weird. I I play so much better with country music for some reason. I just feel like a man." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah." And uh, I said, honestly, I was kind of surprised, but you know, then I remembered you were from Iowa. So I thought maybe that's the connection. <laughs> he's like, no, I just, country music makes me come alive on the golf course. And I was like, all right. He's like, what do you like? And I said, honestly, like rap crap, like mumble rap. And he goes, oh yeah, I like future and young thug. And I was like, I like those guys too. <laughs> the next thing you know, he's got it all tuned up and it's like literally Percocet, pop it, like future <laughs> young thug you know gonna yeah. like the filthiest stuff on the course dude that reminds me i gotta tell you this story you'll appreciate this i don't think i shared okay. this in the podcast but on thanksgiving my parents were gonna ride down from victory park to Keene one way each way with me in my mm -hmm. my new car and so i'd wanted to have background music but i was thinking like oh is it gonna be a sabbath and then i was like no it's just a holiday it's not a sabbath but I still, I was like, I want to play nice music that I would enjoy, mm -hmm. but that I could listen to in front of them. So right. I put together the parent playlist on my YouTube music. And uh -huh. it's just Love a it. bunch, just a bunch of like, I, if it's rap, it's like electronic enough that, <laughs> you know, uh -huh. it's like all the kosher stuff. Um, and so I'm still getting used to the car at that point. So we go and I just figured out my Ford Mustang Bluetooth pairing and we uh -huh. get into the car, but it's me and my dad on the way down. And so I'm kind of like gunning it, trying to get the music set up. I can't access cause it's got, it's got my maps on my phone, but it's displaying on the car. And sure. I operate the music from my phone, but also from the wheel or wherever. And I can't get to the playlist. So it just immediately pairs and starts in on just my most recent history. And it's the worst like possible outcomes, like the worst, like, like, and so I'm like trying to turn down the music. I'm like looking for parental playlist. And finally, I just look over at my dad and I said, I specifically made a mother effing <laughs> playlist <laughs> specifically with no curse words. And we're currently listening to, and I named exact, I said in white guy speak, the exact profane line that was occurring in the vehicle right then. He just burst out laughing. <laughs> I changed it to a Christmas station or something. And we just went about our day, <laughs> but utter, utter playlist creator, curator fail. I'm not blessed like you oh, are. Oh man. You yeah i i think because it has bluetooth capabilities and that that's what you were trying to do was bluetooth here's the thing it has both it has bluetooth for the um the sound so whenever mm -hmm. i'm going to go get in my car i don't even put my airpods on because it, the car is just going to yeah. take over pretty much unless i have bluetooth right. turned off i guess and i don't so it's going to immediately pair for my call my video whatever so there's that but when my phone is plugged in to the car when it's plugged mm -hmm. in i can access this whole other range of apps with the in dash yeah. nav and screen so that's what i'd not experimented with that's what i'd struggled with and it was my first time creating like a lockdown playlist like that that i needed to adhere to on youtube music and it just failed so anyway that's what i probably did as I, well do you use google maps no i use apple maps. apple so I think if you use Google Maps, you can actually exit out of the 
I, I think Google Maps might be better in that situation. I think Courtney's car does the same thing. But anyway, we don't need to like, I, I don't, we don't have to troubleshoot it live on here, but I would try Google Maps. Yeah. Um, I, more for funnies, it was a month ago. <laughs> anyway, so my, my dad's a love big Meg, Meg the Stallion fan now. So <laughs> got it. Um, what, what what kind of songs did you put on the parental uh, playlist? Uh, I'll tell you right now. If I can find it, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. Playlist. I'm curious to see. Um, bro, how do I even? I I don't know how to find it. That's the problem. Oh, here we go. Parent playlist. Here we go. My Love by Route 94. Like, my love, yeah. my time. You know, it's like, bum, bum, bum. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. Uh, Butterfly Effect by Travis Scott, because I'm like, he's not going to know a single oh. thing he's saying. Yeah. Uh, for this life, I cannot change. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, Del Mar by Ozuna. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. It's a good one. Outside Better Days by Mo3 because i was like they say some stuff in here but like they clearly worship but, the lord um yeah. <laughs> they're cleaning their blood off their jesus piece so you know <laughs> that they're good you know they're good tithing folks um uh, next up was uh una lacura with ozona mm -hmm. Sens sensualidad by bad bunny okay so you were still like trying to put your parents on like you were like you're not trying to i'm like you're in a brand new freaking ford mustang going 120 miles an hour my dad and i went yeah, 126 like, miles an hour on the way there and mm -hmm. so i wanted upbeat music yeah, yeah. i didn't want like, you didn't want you didn't want to play them songs that they already knew you were like no you need to you're gonna like this you're gonna check this out i decided that i was gonna play songs that were still me that were not compromising mm -hmm. my values that i could listen to this is more for me than them you know Got i'll it. say what they can they've heard everything they're my parents uh -huh. you know they were alive 30 years before me so they yeah, said and, everything and, and they heard have everything. you as their son yeah and they know they know so who cares it's more for me you know because uh -huh. i'm not going to go drop a string of f-bombs in front of them because that would make me feel uncomfortable right yeah i do things for yeah. me <laughs> uh <laughs> Finally, uh, this was rounded out by Sound of the Sea by Stick Figure. Stick Figure is something I, I don't discovered. think I know that one. I discovered them in um, Palm Springs this year. Uh, yeah. I think I think they might be a find that wild story, crazy Uber situation in the desert in Palm Springs. We get separated with the crew. Three of us are stranded out in front of the venue, the Cree estate one of the cool groomsmen that was like this like cool hippie vibe like island guy comes out like tie on loose and was like you guys need a ride we're like yeah so we just go down the street he puts us into this beautiful like bmw coupe convertible takes the top down puts on stick figure and it's just the greatest kind of um band kind of reggae kind of island vibes like really good stuff so stick figure I would go right. look them look. I would go look them up. I shazammed it. I played it for a couple people, and they're like, "We've never heard this." And I'm like, "Well, if you've never heard it," and then I rounded it out with "Heat Waves" by Glass Animals. Oh yeah, you got to. Yeah, all I'm right. Like, That's Sounds enough like a great to, list, man. 
And that's enough to get us to Keen. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love that. We ended uh, up watching got... the game on the way back, so. Oh, true. Yeah. Crazy yeah. game that day. What, what did you get? Mm-hmm. I, I was going to say, I also had the opportunity to ride with you in your car um, uh, during your um, birthday. I don't want uh, the, list, the listeners are like, oh, these people are like, wow, a Mustang. And I feel stupid saying that, but yeah, I've, I've been enjoying it. It's been cool. Yeah. Uh, during the first ride, you managed to have somebody flick you off. <laughs> we, were, we were cruising. Uh, what did I that, do in return? <laughs> You uh, you made like a little heart shape with your hands. I did actually, which is like <laughs> so much worse. Um, that day was actually, I guess that was after this podcast, this last podcast. That day was funny and gratifying because you know I'd shared with you on maybe it was the last one that I'd taken mm-hmm. some grief from a couple coworkers, like, oh, you got a muscle car, yeah. what? And I was, <laughs> I had told you that oh, compared to my friends, like this engine's small, blah blah blah, whatever. Well, it was gratifying because Michael got in, listened to it, went on a ride, fired it up, did it himself. And he was like, dude, I had no idea. Like, he was honestly raving about it all mm-hmm. afternoon. I ended up taking him over to John and Sarah's uh, housewarming after that. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess uh, Shelly swapped out Grizz for Michael. And I was like, yeah, as long as you'll let me drive, like, you can go with me. And mm-hmm. we, you know, we floored it all the way there with like 100 and. He was like, down to the, I, the comment that he made, he was like, I hate riding in situations like this and being the passenger in most cars. This car is comfortable to be that, that passenger, even when you're sending it. And I love the way that you're sending it. And he was just so complimentary. I think it had, I think I sold it as just the basic stock four cylinder. And he was like, mm-hmm. this t- turbocharged EcoBoost is a different thing than what you told me and I was like well I didn't know yeah <laughs> I didn't know until Heston showed me you know <laughs> so anyway it was cool to get that sign off from a couple of my buddies that are way more into cars than I am so anyway I love any hoozle happy for you man let's get out of here all right uh listeners this podcast episode is brought to you by um Mustang and Skin and Bones um hope you uh, have enjoyed number 89. We're back at it. I know some of y'all were fiending. And uh, hopefully this scratched that itch. I hope it did. If it didn't, come back for more. <laughs> On number 90, <laughs> upcoming. Number 90. Holiday special edition. We'll hear on Brad's light looking at expedition. Uh, board games yeah. by the roasting chestnuts on the fire mercy it's gonna be a good week hope hope all of you have a wonderful merry christmas no yeah i guess we won't be back together likely let's plan for it merry know. christmas tots hope you get a lump of coal and some bitcoin um last couple of weeks the two have been interchangeable so uh, <laughs> Anyway, safe oh, travels man. to all those traveling. I have a lot of people coming into town on my family side of things mm-hmm. that I'm looking forward to seeing. And that interspersed with friends that are basically family. Um, they're in, indistinguishable at this point. I'll, I'll be with all of you on Saturday and days after yep. that. So look, looking forward to it. Um, and we appreciate you, Tots. Love y'all. Bye. Peace.